So I went to Rochester. I just, I literally, I went to New Haven. Uh, I went to, and I just got back like literally five minutes ago. Uh, I had time to get in, poop, and then start recording in that order. I did not wash hands yet. Uh, oh God! But uh, I saw took, like forty-five minutes to shit. It took five minutes to shit. It took seven hours to drive. Dude. But I got back. I was there. I saw the 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 foul play. Our old friends foul play, of which we are all alumni. They have a term for us. Uh, I think it's a misguided term, but they they refer to us as legends. Dude, that is literally the best thing I've heard in like years. Yeah, I'm a legend. <laughs> We're all legends, and I think that's a big mistake. Yeah, I feel like I feel like they don't have a lot of positive role models in their lives. And and I feel like we're that. a bad place to start. Uh, um, two questions: How big was their crowd, and how they do? Just overall. They got so I went to the show, and let me tell you, they knocked my socks off. And what's more, after they finished mugging me and stealing my socks, they put on a comedy show. <laughs> well. Nice. I was on the car for seven hours, and that's the only joke I could think of. That's all I got. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was Chip Nuggles. Founder of Chip Knuggles and the job. Master Legend. <laughs> no, first of all, they, they got at least 100 people in. Shit. That's, like, typical now. Yeah, and there were, like, there were yeah. over two dozen of them on stage. It, the show was, like, three hours long. They mixed in long form and short form, and... It was easily the best I've ever seen out of any incarnation of the group myself. And when I told them, like, this was the best I've ever seen, they're like, yeah, it was all right. It was not our best show. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? That was not your best? Okay, great. Even better. It was fantastic. I was, like, super proud of these of these guys. And what's more, at least three of them are like, yeah, I've heard Chim Knuckles. And my reaction was just like, why? Really? Are you sure? <laughs> you know, okay, or you can incentivize them to like the page and you know grow it, but that's fine, Mike. That's I did, fine. but my first reaction was just like, really? Okay. Because you know, most of our shows have sort of sucked. We no. gotta suck. No, no, they like they they're aware of us. I'm very hesitant to cross promote because I go there to like stay in touch with the people there. I don't want people to get the impression that I'm going there to promote my shit. But like, you are. I, I'm afraid of that. I don't no, want them to be like, no, no, no. But, but you are. But I'm not, though. I'm not at all. So I was surprised when they mentioned Chim Knuckles at all. I, and, and they knew me by name. They recognized me. People I'd never met were like, hey, Mike Devine. I was like, what the fuck? That's where? pretty sweet. That's even, fucking even, weird. I'm not even, used to that. By looking at you, even though it's like an audio well, only thing? Okay, look? so they saw me wearing the old Comedy Troop shirts, the ones that I made before the ones that they actually oh, use now. Dude, I totally oh, the ones that was promised for like vintage. 600 years. Yeah. Yeah, so you're the, never ones, the ones that I paid for, but you know, it's just <laughs> like. Well, Walmart stopped making them. It was like eight dollars for a shirt. It was like okay, and then like a few months later, it was like, well, we're out of shirts, so yeah, they fucking donate eight dollars. Making them at Walmart, and the problem was I couldn't make two different shirts for the group. It would have been weird. I w I wanted to wait until more of these shirts came in, and they never fucking did. Walmart was like, oh shit, we killed all the kids in Bangladesh. We can't make these shirts anymore. I guess not. <laughs> So I, I was kind of screwed. Like I, I didn't want to make two separate shirts and like make this weird two variant group on stage. No, it's, I, it's, I didn't it's enough money to make all new shirts. You can keep it. I'll donate it. It's fine. Just <laughs> it's we'll, fine. We'll make, well, well, now we'll, they got we'll all new shirts. Donation. Now, well, now it's irrelevant because they have shirts that because they had to change the name. They're foul play now. They're not the Thundercocks. So they changed the logo slightly and they changed the name. So now it's a completely different entity. So like, do they still know that they're actually the Thundercocks still, or is it like? Ah, uh, no. So. Well, I kept so, trying to sling it to last year, but then... Oh, man. The, well, the older ones, because I, I had visited last year, and I, I had explained it to them, but the freshmen of this year didn't know. I had to explain it all over again, and it was like story time. They are all sat down in the apartment, <laughs> and I was like, all right, oh, Get around, grandsons. Get around, grandsons. 
<laughs> I just sat telling the story. Hey, this is Chim Nuggles. We are here tonight for you doing this live. We're once again on the internet, on the radio waves. I just got back from Rochester like like five minutes ago. I just peed. Uh, I just peed. Uh, I just used my litter box. Um, I just emptied my litter box. Um, I just shat in the toilet and then just hope for the best. Which is actually what happened because my toilet's broken. It doesn't flush. Oh, God, dude. That, was, that last one was true. Yum! It's you waiting for me to come back. the reservoir and then just flush it. It's not like... Well, no, the chain is broken. Like, I have to... I have to. It's, it's a crapshoot. No pun intended. I have to... Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Anyway, we are live on the Google Hangouts. And you may have heard some noises just now that don't seem to jive with reality. That's just because we have access to a nice little soundboard here on Google Hangouts. You hear some sounds like this guy. You might hear one of these. Uh, you might hear some very obviously fake applause. Um, what you heard there, the last sound, was this guy. Uh, that is tied to a game we call New Choice. It's a game we play during the shows. You can play it at home if you, if you have an alcoholic beverage in your hand and you really want to just annoy your roommates. You can play it at home. Every time I hear that noise, whoever said something has to new choice what they just said. That's so. right, Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. I hate you, Mike. Yeah. Don't worry. When I splice that, it'll be super smooth. <laughs> there will be no awkward silence whatsoever when I splice. I've learned. I've been, I've, been, I've been getting very good at removing empty silences. I feel like that's the audio comedic equivalent of a push-up bra, like just removing empty silences. <laughs> You're just pretending that it's so much better than it really is when you just unclasp it. Exactly. When you can unclasp it by going on the YouTube and watching our uncut shows, and you can see what our A-cups look like in person, or you could uh, listen on iTunes and on the podcast and listen to how our B-cups sound. The choice <laughs> is yours, and yours alone. One uh, of us has a C-cup. <laughs> Listen to find out who. <laughs> Spin the wheel of C cups. If a captain is on a boat and owns a cup, is it a C cup? <laughs> so I channeled my inner Matt actually to get a date. I was talking to this girl online, <laughs> and her her profile thing said that she loved puns and sushi, oh, no. basically. And so I asked her, and so I was like, quick, I need the address, like the location of a good sushi place. And she goes, oh, you know, this sushi shop. And I go, oh, I've actually been there. I guess you could say I'm on a roll. Wow. And you got a date? Yeah. And you, and no. She, yeah. <laughs> of course not. Was she cute? Yeah. All right, there you go. You're well. You see, my advice finally paid off. I, five and a half years Not ago, I said for you, but you know, for some. <laughs> I am thoroughly bewildered by the result of that story. I was <laughs> bewildered. That would go a different way. <laughs> I'm shocked at the outcome. Not, it's not good, but it ain't bad. Wait, 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 wait. If the captain is eating it out on a ship, is it pussy? <laughs> Give it to him. Give it to him. All right, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> now let's go ahead and let's uh, meet the players here. In order of appearance, we've got Alex Cantor. Alex is a retired bag boy living out of Pensacola, Florida. Alex, how are you doing tonight? Well, I'm carrying all of Donald Trump's shit from the rally, so I'm not doing too great. There's a lot of disturbing stuff in here. You know, I really prefer Pensa-Pepsi, Florida. <laughs> uh, sorry, guys. It's, it's a late night. I can't, I can't edit that one. That one's got to stay. No, you have to. <laughs> Hide in my bag. Hide in my bag. Hide in my Pensacola <laughs> Trump bag. 
Uh, we also anywhere near someone. Make America and Jesus great again. Make America bag again. <laughs> bag America again. Donald Trump's whole platform is just getting grocery stores a little more antiquated. Exactly. So, moving on wrong, we've got Ed Foose, a.k.a. Ed Foose. Ed is an aspiring bag boy living out of Saskatchewan, Canada. Ed, how are you, how are you doing? Tell us about yourself. Well, we'll see. I'm, I'm not an American, so I don't know what it's like to live in, in a beautiful, great country. So... I'm really aspiring to be um, an American bag boy for President Trump, but you know I'll get there some someday. I need to a... get back behind the giant wall. There's a giant wall. I mean, I thought it was just between the U.S. and Mexico, but no, it was, it was both sides. So giant. I... anywhere that's not America is now Mexico. Clearly, so I think I might be a second-rate Canadian bag boy, but you know. Well, dare to dream. That's my favorite alternative band. Yeah. <laughs> second-rate we... American bag boy. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, they released like one album that was like super indie, and there's like they sold like two copies of <laughs> on cassette tape. <laughs> super underground. It's like etched into a block of wood. But then, like, <laughs> tw- like twenty years later, they released like a five disc deluxe edition. Greatest hit. <laughs> Once one of their members overdosed on heroin, it became a memorial greatest hit edition, twentieth yeah, century. Like, oh, and then no, everyone's like, "Oh, I love this band when they were big." And they're like, "No, he didn't. No one did." Last but least, we've got Matt Lees. <laughs> we've got Matt Lees, a.k.a. Bromboy. Matt is a current bag boy working out of Edinburgh, Scotland. Matt, how are you doing? Ugh. Fantastic. <laughs> and and last and but certainly th- least, we have Mike Devine, a professional Pledge of Allegiance singer in American schools. How are you doing today, Chip Mike? Uh, well, I pledge allegiance to Chimp Knuckles. Oh, say. What Does now? That star Spangled Banner get <laughs> So that was fun. Uh, let's go ahead. We're going to do our first game tonight. We're doing a game we call Expert Challenge. Let's go ahead. We're playing the Spurt Chow. Spurt Chow. All right. Yeah, man. This this random noun generator is not that great. None of these combos make sense. Well, no. You pick one of them, and you can take oh. liberties with it. But it gives you four choices, so out of those four, you should be able to get a good one. <laughs> I think we got one. Okay, this... Okay, so... Ooh, okay, okay. The four that I just got, just so you know, in order, are a coarse jelly panty radar. <laughs> you just you just found your sex position for the night. I, I got bubble Canada Larch Pelican. Well, now I have to get I one. got big canvas German feet. We now have the next three names for our shows. Asparagus Fall Key Tower. Teddy Roosevelt Bathtub. This is so unpresidential. Okay. That's four words. Okay, so this is the game of Expert Challenge. So everyone's about to become an expert on this thing from the random noun generator, which, as you may have just heard, is going to be German feet. So they're all an expert (laughs) on German feet. And uh, so we're going to do a minute and 30 seconds of this. Oh, I can start this. I can start this. All right, and Matt is going to start. Matt has volunteered to be our German uh, feet. Yeah, so if any of these guys think Matt is not an expert, they can challenge him, tell me why they're the better expert. And whoever's left button. standing at the end of a minute, 30 seconds, is going to be the king of German foot porn. Yay! Right. So this is the game of Spurt Chow. We got 1.30 on the clock. Players, are you ready? Yep. Yeah. Matt, begin. So as you all know, Germany was very structured since about the 1400s. Uh, scientists estimate that they've been about 500 picoseconds at max off of their uh, schedule that they created back in 1423. Um, as part of the schedule, they created a shoe regime. And uh, as we all know, all Germans are only allowed to wear size 9 shoes. Challenge! Challenge. Ed. Th- they are not worried about their carbon footprint. 
This is very true. That's incredibly insensitive. Please continue. You have one minute. So they, they can wear they're, – they're supposed to wear a size one shoe to leave as little of a footprint as possible because Germany is very forward-thinking when it comes to – Mike. That, they don't wear size one shoes. They wear size one sneakers. Absolutely. That is way angrier. Please continue. You have 45 seconds. So Germany invented these sneakers for the purpose of sneaking into Switzerland on a regular basis. They successfully did so in the war, the war of 1812 and then the War of 1813. The War of 1814, they took a bye week, and they just didn't uh, go there. Challenge, Matt. In the War of 1815, all these sneakers they realized were heaping piles of schnitzel. Oh, schnitzel, please continue. 30 which seconds. sounds like maybe I'm making a joke off the word shit, which is an American colloquialism, but actually, in fact, no, these shoes were made out of pounded pork, breaded and fried, and they realized Challenge. that for about a well, yes. week... The breaded pork just turned Sit into down. schnitzel. <laughs> 15 seconds. As I was saying, uh, in the War of 1816... Yes, it makes me schnitz. <laughs> yeah. Uncontrollably. Challenge! Yes. That made me schneet inside of my schnitzel sandals. You were schneeting earlier. Please continue. My schneet... <laughs> me or him? You! <laughs> you so anyway, my, my schneeting schnitzel sandals had the, the unfortunate coincidence of stepping into a puddle of schnitt. So my schnitty schnitzel schnitzel sandals had a lot of trouble, but luckily they're German and they're built to last. So what I did was I took them to the dry cleaners. Five seconds. Challenge? Yes. It's a well-known fact that German Dr. Seuss is terrible, and I'm done listening to him. This is incredibly true. Very anti-Semitic. Yes. Four, three, <laughs> two. I Don't let anti-Semitism win. Yes. Damn it. I prefer the Austrian Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss. Yes, wow. you win. That than... was the good one. Yeah. <laughs> damn it, not bad. <laughs> Mike is the German foot porn dungeon master. I am the foot fearer. <laughs> Hail creepy Google search Hitler. I recently just started working at a security company because I need a job and I get to do whatever I want there. Uh, the, the guy who hired me's last name was Fuhrer, <laughs> and I, could, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> like, oh, mine Fuhrer. I pictured a scenario where I got really – like we were about to like – we're challenging each other to a fight, but then like we get pulled away at the last second, and instead I'm like shirtless and I'm pointing at him, and I'm just like, you're mine, Fuhrer. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> the, the scenario that I kept playing out in my head. Nah. Make it happen. Make it happen. So I had a shower thought the other day. What did Hitler call his lazy boy? Mine comfy chair. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, was, yeah. You know what happened when... Uh, when uh... Oh, I had a joke here and it died. Something about, like, you <laughs> know, job. Hitler playing his brother in Battleship and his brother's name was Missler. And so you had Hitler <laughs> and Missler. There's something here. You sunk my battle schnitzel. Battle. Listen, I love schnitzels. I've been back yeah, off. Yeah, schnitzel's the shit. Yeah. 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 One of the kids... First of all, we have two mics in the comedy troupe for the first time since I left. I don't think there was a mic at all since I left that I'm aware of. Uh, now we got two. One of them that actually looks like a lot like a young me, and I, and I really wanted to just be like, son, you appreciate that jawline while you have it, and you appreciate fitting into those pants while you can. In ten years' time... You'll you'll be you'll be me. In fact, he actually he did me proud. He took his pants off on stage. Damn. For, it was for a game, but he but the point is he took his pants off on stage, and I had to like wipe away like a tear of pride in the audience. But yes, it it went over stupendously. Okay, let's jump in. We're gonna do our second game. Uh, we're gonna bring back an oldie. We're gonna try this one. If it doesn't work, you won't hear this as part of the show. I'll cut it out and replace it with like an like a rerun or something from one of the other shows. For Topher, <laughs> will just be here for a game and then be gone, and no one will talk about it. <laughs> 
As long as uh, it's documentary. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just, we'll make it a clip show. So we're going to play. You are really messing with me, dude. I can't, I can't do his voice. I can't. I'm trying. Nope. No one can. It's a Not miracle. even him. <laughs> Not even him. Okay, so we're going to bring back a game called Sound Effects. The way Sound Effects is played is we're going to have a two-person scene. So we're going to have Alex and Ed. Hey! And they are going to be performing a scene. Uh, I'm going to turn to my random noun generator real quick to get the theme for our scene. Our suggestion for the scene is going to be gas. gas dude, Matt, dude, we were just talking about Hitler. What the fuck? Gas? Yup. Chamber? I'm not it. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Considering I'm half Jewish, it took me way too long. To get uh, so. I got it twice as quick as you because I'm literally twice the Jew. It's twice the Jew. So our suggestion is gas. Take that how you will for Ed and Alex. The way sound effects works is we're going to have these two conduct a scene, but at random intervals, I'm going to just go ahead and play a sound. Like, you know, like uh, something like that, or maybe uh, one of those. Maybe one of those. We actually have working sound effects. Yeah, yeah. shit. Exactly. That's why we're bringing it back. I, I got my old phone, and I turned the volume way up. Sounds legit. So you guys aren't going to know what these sounds are. I'm going to pull them straight out of my ass. But uh, so that's how sound effects work. So players, this is a game of sound effects. Your suggestion is gas. Are you ready? Yep. Yep. You have three minutes. Very good. Hey, uh, welcome to the uh, gym of artismal symphony. Gas. Are you here for the 11 p.m. showing? I am actually. I'm. I'm very excited to come here. I've. I've traveled, actually, all the way from Nova Scotia to come here. So I'm very excited. To... Me, um, me so are you sure you didn't bring something from Nova Scotia with you? Well, I, I came with my wife here. Um, she's a cow. <laughs> Sir, uh, whoa, 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 okay. So we don't let animal wives in our artismal establishment. Oh, do, but do you do you let? Uh, sh- honey, honey, just don't worry. I'll, I'll talk. To oh it. my God, that was an irreplaceable piece by an angsty independent indie artist. How but could do, you? Do, do, do you know who's who's even more irre- in, irreplaceable? It's it's my you wife. You can't even talk, you filthy commoner. I cannot. Because <laughs> I am deeply in love. Okay, look, look. I'm thinking about it. It's clear that you really do love this this thing. Okay? We are married. Pretty... We are a legal union. A legal union. You Things say. are different in Nova Scotia than they are here in your narrow-minded patriarchy. Okay. Narrow-minded. We only practice polygamy in gas, sir. You're gonna have to take on at least one more cow if you would like to see this show. All right, the bad news is my phone died mid-move. <laughs> you might have heard that. It just, like, went, and then just sort of died. <laughs> the good news is you finished the scene. That was a 10-second scene. To me, it was obvious because it cut out mid-move. I don't think you guys heard, but it was, like, and it was pretty obvious where it died. I thought it was just a shorter effect. Yeah, that's what I thought, too. Not at all. <laughs> It just went black, and I was like, oh, fuck. This shit got fucking just wrecked. Scratch. So we'll see how that plays on the audio. We'll, uh, we'll probably like, cut off. It'll be, <laughs> it probably won't. I really would have liked it if after Ed said, uh, you know, Alex was like, Ed, you cannot speak. And Ed just said, I cannot. And then just silence for like a minute and a half. <laughs> I cannot, oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but one of the one of the new mics was interested in doing a short film about comedy troupe, and he was like, "Do you know anyone who's into film?" And I was like, "Are you kidding? You don't have like six film kids in the comedy troupe?" <laughs> no, we have none. I was like, "What? Really? All right, <laughs> let me get you in touch with with our resident film pros, the alumni of comedy troupe. We have the about legends. twelve. 
the legends. We have about twelve <laughs> legends who are film kids. They can they can guide you. We're all just giant heads now, like Olmec from <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> we we should make like, like a like, Mount Rushmore. Like Rangers, we have a comedy <laughs> mission for you. We, we go back to visit RT one A, and it's just like every time we go back, just the Sentinels just replaced by one like a statue of us. It's like man, <laughs> like the faceless men in, in Game of Thrones. We're just like <laughs> hairless face of metal in the statue, and then we just go missing one at a time. Yup. That's it's how like, it you know, the statues are super over-exaggerated. Like, man, I never knew I had that many abs. Get, okay. I didn't know someone could have that many abs to begin with. Like, you have the extra set of legend abs. Yeah. Legend. Okay. Our next game is a game we call Audiobook. Oh. Yay! Right. Audiobook is a game for all of us. Three of us are going to be reading chapters out of an audiobook. The fourth person is going to be controlling the chapters and who's reading that book with the sound of this. That person is going to be uh, switching between the audio voices. So let's first get a suggestion for a... Let's see, we need a famous story. So I want to look up Greek Fable. I'm Googling Greek Fable. Sounds like you're just smacking your hands randomly on a desk. Oh, <laughs> I'm Googling, guys. <laughs> That's how I type. I got the tortoise and the hare. I'm not even sure that's a Greek fable, but tortoise and the hare came up. I think it's an Aesop okay. fable? It might be. It is now. So as Mike said, all the rules are set in place. We will have be retelling tortoise and the hare, and uh, each of our three people here are going to have a certain quirk or trait about them that's going to make telling the story much more interesting and help us understand it more as a whole. Um, that being said, let me sit here and try and uh, come up with some character traits for these guys. So, Alex is getting his hair cut and trying to nervously hit on the barber the whole time. Uh, <laughs> That's literally my life. Mike is a uh, shoe salesman who just moved into a town of paraplegics. And <laughs> you want to switch, Alex? <laughs> nope. 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 I'm good. I'm good nervously hitting on the barber. I'll, I'll keep my virginity. You can live in a paraplegic town. Sure. And Ed is a celebrity constantly fighting off massive crowds while trying to save face after an embarrassing incident. Okay. Okay. Uh, I've got all of our quirks. Sorry, everyone. Our players, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Yup, yeah. sure. <laughs> all right. Begin. All right. So the... um. So um, I know this really cool story, right? It's it's the story of the, the tortoise and the hare, right? And... uh. Sometimes it's really good to be with someone who goes really fast and just finishes really quickly, right? So, you know, this, this story could could show you that. You know, I don't know what that would matter. I don't know. I've been telling you this. That's, that's really... So what's nice is I'm actually... Uh, I'm in a town full of tortoises. I got no hares to worry about here. And I'll tell you why that's a good thing. Because you don't want to be a hare. Being a hare running around everywhere is overrated. You know what happens at the end of that book. I'm not going to spoil it, but let's just say you're going to want four shoes. Now, let me show you to our, our shoe line here, sir. If you can just wheel yourself on over. This is our, our turtle turtle foot special. It makes you go even slower. Okay, so I'm just... Okay, if you could just get out of my face, please. I'm trying to get to this race, so I can... I can I'm can. i trying to see see the race. I don't want to answer... I'm not taking any more of your questions. I, I you, you saw the sex tape. You saw what happened, and I'm not going to deny anything. I'm not going to comment on it either way, because you know I, it's not going to just... You know, follow me on Twitter, just do whatever, and I'll, I'll say everything. So just get, get out of my face, please, okay? Thank you. Thank you. And the hair was moving along nice, but then he stopped in front of the mirror, see, to admire... 
this phenomenal haircut he got from this barber called Vanessa at Great Clips. Isn't that weird that that's like the same name as your name? Isn't that like super strange and they work like the same place you do? I thought so too. So the that the hair was just admiring this haircut and little did she know that the tortoise slow, steady, and all boring, right? Which is totally like the opposite of how I am. That's pretty funny too, right? Right. Um, so the key is this tortoise, yeah, he's not Vanessa, I'm sure. But the, the key is these shoes make him steady. He's slow, but he's steady. You see, the advantage there is that in the long run, you know, when you're, when you're going up and down the ramps, you get there. It's not important how fast you get there. If you get there too fast, hey, you'll fall down. You can break your neck. Oh, wait. Um, let me rephrase that. Um, okay, so, yeah, I, I, I fell asleep in the middle of it. Okay, you, you saw it. You saw the tape. What, why you, what, what more do I need to clarify? You saw I fell asleep in the middle of it. I was tired. I wasn't really feeling it that night. I'm sorry. There's just a... Cameras have to be rolling, and then oh, it's on the internet. Okay, so just just don't even don't even play with me. I'm just trying to trying to promote my new movie. By the way, go see go see the new new Batman movie. It's fucking awesome because you know I'm in it. And so then the tortoise ended up beating the hare, and his payment had to go see said movie with the hare and give the hare the tortoise's number. Right? Right? Please, I'm so alone. What happens is, you know, slow and steady, that doesn't just apply to races. It applies in the bedroom as well. So let me set you up with these condoms. I know you don't think you're going to need them, but I'll tell you one thing. Slow and steady, it wins every race, and I do mean every race. Yeah, I, I tried the slow and steady thing. I really did, and it just didn't work out. So I would appreciate it if you stopped putting um, a picture up, all up in your tabloids because, you know, I'm just scrolling through this app checkout. You know, I have, I have kids that see that, all right? How do, how, do you think that, how do you think they feel? How do you think you would feel in my position, all right? So don't even, don't even play. I, I'm going to live my life how I want to. Don't be mad because I'm upset with you. Well, I'm going to hell. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Alex, you're supposed to be playing a fictional character, not your last actual haircut conversation. <laughs> ah, ah, joke's on you. My last haircut was with a dude. That was my second to last actual haircut conversation. Ooh. You whoa, jerk. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> Scoop. One of the audience members asked Dr. Know It All a question. He was, if we're out here and he's in there, then who's the sheriff? And like three of us got the joke. I don't get the joke. Why don't you What's get the joke? You miss Adventures of Skooks. It's a YouTube poop with Scooby-Doo. They pooped Scooby-Doo, and it's fucking fantastic. Go watch it. Okay. Go find it. It's called The Misadventures of Skooks. All right, we're going to do a YouTube party on Chip Knuckles this week, everyone. Yeah, that's all the right. show. We're just going to watch it. We, we, we've put um, all the links to the YouTube videos in the description, so just open those in a new tab, and we'll tell you uh, what links to click at what time. So uh, first off, we're going to watch this YouTube poop about Scooby-Doo. Yeah. I feel like we're going to have to do this now. now. You've, you've thought this out way too much to not do it. <laughs> we absolutely could do that, by the way. We could do, like, a live synchronized thing where we just tell them, click the links here when we say, like, like a, like a um, reading tape, like one of those audio, like a set tape. Like the reading rainbow. Yeah, like the, like when you read a book and you have, like, a set tape. do anything. Take but I won't suck dick. Book reading rainbow. We went in two different directions there just now. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so, moving along, we're going to go to our next game. Our next game is a game called It Would Be Funnier If. The way It Would Be Funnier If is played is we're going to have two of our players conduct a scene. It's going to be Ed and Matt in this scene. As they're playing along this seemingly ordinary scene, somebody extraordinary is going to step up and proclaim that it would be funnier if... And then they're going to decide how it would, in fact, be funnier. They're the arbiters of comedy, and that is their job. 
So Alex is going to be that someone. Uh, he's going to stop the scene with the sound of, and then he's going to say, "It would be funnier if." Good. Wait, what was the one? It was like it'd be funny if like his like hands were made of hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of non-corporeal suggestions. That was a very ethereal game of it'd be funnier. If. <laughs> yeah. Also, <laughs> all right. Absentively. So, Alex, go ahead and give us an example of funnier riffing, if you please. All right. All right. Um, it'd be funnier if he was carrying a bundle of clutch. <laughs> bundle of clutch. Like, bundle of clutch <laughs> is my favorite 80s hair metal band. <laughs> oh, yeah. Br- bundle of bundle clutch. Of much. So the way that the funny riffing is going to take place is Alex is going to go ahead and set me up for one by saying something along the lines of, uh... All right, stop. It'd be funnier if they were carrying a bag of... Lies. Oh, you have so many falsities. And that's how the scene goes. That's the way she goes. <laughs> a bag of lies? Bag of lies. Even when you have your own choice, you make it, like, conceptual. No one said this was going to be easy. A bag of philosophical utilitarian experiments. <laughs> a bag of Pavlov's. A bag of Socrates' <laughs> speeches. All right, now. A bag of existential crises. So, we know we understand the rules of the funny riffing. So let's get a scene suggestion from our random noun generator. I'm going to find us a random noun to God, generate. Mike, why don't you just marry the random noun generator? Maybe I will. Your random scene suggestion is employer. So employer is the name of the suggestion for the scene. Take that how you will and end, Matt. Players, this is the game of It'd Be Funny or Riff. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Begin. Look, I think I've been working here for maybe like 15 years already, and I think it's time that I, I deserve a raise. What's that? You gotta speak up. I, I, I said that I, I think that I am an important part of this staff, and see, I'm running through hard times and, you know, inflation and everything, and I don't ah, think a raise ah, is nice. You're ready to take your crab fishing to the next level! Well, see, see, it would be funnier if he was ready to take his stitching to the next laundromat. Look, I would. No, I need you to run to the laundromat and fix up all the little outfits we make for the crabs that we fish! See, I, I, I could do that, but see, with the price of gas and everything, and I, I honestly don't think I can afford to go there without a little extra compensation, you know what I mean? Because every other department has gotten raises, and I just need the crabfish department. It'd be funnier if instead of wanting extra compensation, he wanted... Dogs. And I just really need a nice poodle to pet. That's really all I'm asking for. I don't You're going to have to speak up. The waves are crashing hard today. I would like a poodle to pet with my hand. Son, do you think a poodle would fare well out on this boat? Could also do a golden retriever. Uh, could also do a chocolate lab. Could also do an English bulldog. I, I'm open. It would be funnier if their boat was... Upside down. <laughs> you went the literal route, huh? Holy fuck, I love how you both just started doing that at the same time. <laughs> I like how you spelled poodles with a T instead of a D, Ed. Poodles for me to pet. Poodles. Poodles for me to pet. Poodles. I should mention uh, the Foul Play kids, they nailed Beastie Rap. Damn. They actually, and the thing is, they weren't, it wasn't because they were good at it. They rarely got past, like, two or three, uh, you know, rhymes, but they sold the fuck out of the energy levels. They just went nuts. That was what sold it. They also, they also... sold some shit, and it was bikes! (laughs) (laughs) Bikes! 
They also figured out the kid, the young, the new Mike, he cracked the secret to um, Slideshow. For those of you at home, Slideshow is a game where somebody somebody is talking in the front of the scene, and then three or four other people are pantomiming and setting up a scene. They then freeze in place, and then the person turns around to describe what, what they froze in the position. It obviously would go great on an audio-only podcast. Um, slideshow, the, they nailed it. The new Mike kid, he figured it out. No matter what the pose was, all he had to do was at the very end of the time they had, as soon as he turned around, right before he turned around, Hand on the dick. Oh, just boop, and that's it. Gold every time. Didn't matter what they were doing. Just boop, hand on the dick. Done. Hilarious. He nailed it. Cracked the fucking code. I'm glad <laughs> we figured this out. Okay, we're gonna move on to our our next game here. We're gonna play some Doctor Know It All. All right, this is Dr. Nodal. He's our resident three-headed doctor. He knows everything in the entire world. He knows the answer to everything, and uh, we're going to ask him some questions now. The only caveat is that uh, each head can only say one word at a time until the question is answered. So does that make sense, everyone? No! <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> All right, players, this is the game of Dr. Nodal. Are you ready? Yep. Yes. Uh, so, Dr. Nodal, it is very nice to see you on our show again. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? What have you been up to recently? Yesterday, I fapped to much people. Well, I didn't know that could, uh, was possible, but I, I guess there's, uh, that is a syndrome that can happen. Um, now, I believe we have a few questions uh, out in the audience here. Uh, uh, oh, yes, oh, yes. What material makes uh, for the best winter coat to keep warmth in? Winter coats work best if geese shit in your... Coat. Pocket. Daily. I do often forget the warming powers of goose shit. All right. Uh, thank you for that. Next question. Uh, how, how many people does it take to change a light bulb? It takes 17 people to get your shit together in bed. However, sometimes if one mother fucker Decides to inebriate himself inside a light bulb. Then you have to get a dedicated server to replace the light bulb. <laughs> I can't help but notice there's a lot of masturbatory and shit teams and a lot of cusses just going around right now, uh, Dr. Nola. Have you been talking with your son recently? My like, son doesn't care about people, especially not me. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, thank you, Dr. Nodal. I'm sorry to hear about your son. Uh, I do hope he does well with Sean Penn. To continue on here, um, if I am in the desert and dying of thirst, what's the best course of action I can take? You should die. Assuming I'm dying in a desert, what's the best course of action I should take? <laughs> if you die, then I win. <laughs> what do you think of the idea of an all-vulture cover band of Kansas uh, called Carry On My Wayward Son? I think that's that bad idea. <laughs> Very primitive and masterful today, Dr. Nodal. I, 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 you a little, suck balls. I don't need the slander. 
What's the best way to handle some slanders? Well, you don't. Thank you, Dr. Noel. It's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Do you have any closing remarks for our audience? Your mom is ugly and I did her yesterday. And I hated doing her yesterday. Well, you know what they say? Tomorrow's a bright future. So maybe it'll be better next time. Thank I you, Dr. Odell. Doubt the Mexican that. firing squad. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> a lot of abrupt sentences tonight from Dr. Yeah, I was so hoping in the last one for somehow that both of you would be in my train of thought and it would just be suck it, Trebek. <laughs> or like your mother Trebek. Your mother Trebek. I, I was Trebek from Celebrity Jeopardy in 10th grade in high school on a day when Halloween fell on a weekday. And I just – I came into school late because it took forever to put on the old guy makeup. I put on like baby powder in my hair, eye markers on my eyebrows to give me the Connery eyebrows, and then I got a fake beard, a real legit-looking fake beard. And I come in in a suit, and, and I just walk into English class, and before I get to the class – like within earshot, and I know the doors open. I just go, "You rule the day you crossed me, Trebek." And then I just walk in smug as a motherfucker, and everyone loses their shit. And the teacher, <laughs> he can't even finish the fucking lesson. He just keeps looking over at me, and I just raise my eyebrows like, mm. and he just every time he loses it. It was fucking fantastic. I won Dude, Halloween. I so would have tried to just answer every question, just raise my hand. You know, it's like, <laughs> what is five quantity two? Your mother, Mrs. Slenderstein. <laughs> You wrote go, and you wagered for it. <laughs> it's like, oh, that that is actually correct. Let's let's see what you wagered. Suck it, Trebek. I think my favorite one was when Tom Hanks played himself as an idiot. Yes, that was fantastic. <laughs> and Tom Hanks is caught in a garbage bag. <laughs> Let's go um, ahead and move on to some sex positions, some ending games oh, here. Time for I am ready for some sexual positioning. Sex positions is a game where we're going to go around, take turns, and we're going to come up with a sex position. One at a time, one person's going to come up with that position, name it, and then the rest of us are going to take turns describing said sex position. And then the first person is going to correct them and tell them the proper use for the term. So, Alex, why don't you start us off with your entry for the night? Okay. What is the... Utterly amazing tiramisu. Okay, the utterly amazing tiramisu is what you get at a restaurant when you've been rude to the waiter, and he sticks his dick in your tiramisu, but then he covers it up so you don't know there's a dick hole in there, and then he tells you that the tiramisu is utterly amazing, sir. Utterly amazing. And then he laughs while you eat it. The, the utterly amazing tiramisu is when you take lady fingers and you shove them inside the rectum of a bovine. And it's utterly amazing tiramisu. Well, you see, utterly amazing tiramisu uh, actually is just one uh, long, love-filled night involving a cow, a nice bottle of champagne, and some cocoa powder. So uh, I was actually praying that nobody would mention a cow, because I was like, man, that's that's actually what it is. So I think we had the first instance of you guys knowing what a sex position is. <laughs> but, hey! But, but, Say that the alternate meaning for the utterly amazing tiramisu, as decided five seconds ago, is basically when you're banging your girlfriend and right as you come, she just shoves tiramisu in your mouth, and it is just the best fucking tiramisu ever, figuratively and literally. Lovely. Okay, I want you guys to tell me about the Venezuelan Ron Swanson. 
Well, the Venezuelan Rob Swanson is when... Ron Swanson! Don't be a pig! That's Rob what I said! Swanson. Classy, I heard Rob Swanson. I said Don't Ron you Swanson. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the Venezuelan Ron Swanson, <laughs> ignorant whore, is when, when you're like, oh yeah, let's go to Venezuela and like you know pick up some attractive Venezuelan women. And you go all the way down there, but then your incredible social anxiety kicks in, and you just end up spending the entire weekend in the hotel room watching reruns of Parks and Rec. But they're in a different language, so it's funny. The Venezuelan Ron Swanson, actually, is when you hand-build a canoe and row yourself on down to South America looking for some mustache rides. Hmm. All right, the uh, Venezuela Ron Swanson is when you're banging a chick in Venezuela or a Venezuelan chick, you know, kind of either or, and you do something ballsy that she doesn't like, and when she tells you to stop, you show her a permit that says, I do what I want, Ron. <laughs> Uh, close. The Venezuelan Ron Swanson is what happens when you're in the 69 position, and she has uh, the toots. You're still in there, but the upper lip there gets hit with a little bit of mustache, and you've got yourself a Venezuelan Ron Swanson. Boom. Mm, nice. The toots. <laughs> so it's a vag sandwich with Ron Swanson's mustache in the middle. Exactly. Tasty. All right, well, I'm going to look back to um, the Oriental Supermarket and Restaurant Mr. Chen's takeout <laughs> menu. God. Yeah, it's your random noun generator. <laughs> Today, it's the... I, I haven't seen this one before. The ginger onion lobster. <laughs> That's just making up words. That's not even a thing. Um, it's stir-fried lobster, ginger with scallion, onion, scallion, and onion sauce. Dang it, Eddie stole exactly what I was going to say. And, Thank and, you, Chen. And, and, and the price depends on the market value of lobster. Fuck you, Chen. So it's the ginger, ginger onion lobster? Ginger onion lobster. Uh, well, <laughs> the ginger onion lobster are when a redhead and a severely sunburned redhead uh, have sex after not showering for a week. Oh. Layers. <laughs> the ginger onion lobster is when you take a ginger out to dinner and you buy her this really expensive meal and then you just dump her and make her cry. Oh. Because onions. So the Ginger Onion Lobster is the name for the Gilligan's Island porn that just came out starring uh, Thurston Howell and Ginger and the Captain, the Skipper. (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it to your imagination which one played which ingredient. All right, so the Ginger Onion Lobster is actually when you're with a redhead who is also an ogre and you're having a great night and you just start pinching each other with your claws and it just leaves marks. And you know, it just just bites into the skin, and you both get scars from it. Well then, <laughs> oh, you guys have been cute, but I really, really want to know about the half past noon lost pantaloon. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it! Oh god. <laughs> well, holy fuck! I think I might have finally met my sex positional match. All right, the half past noon lost pantaloon is when. It, you fuck a frat guy, and you, and you have to do the walk of shame, right? You wake up around half past noon or so, and you're like, holy shit, I don't have pants. I have no idea how to do this walk of shame. And so basically you have to just steal his jeans, and everyone just laughs at you as you walk back on campus. Okay, uh, the half past noon lost pantaloon is a Victorian-era position. It's what happens when you're fucking in Big Ben. You bend her over. And she goes half past noon, and then her pantaloons fall down and blow away. And then you keep fucking her, because what are you going to do? Not fuck a girl on Big Ben? Who, do, who would not do that, given the opportunity? No one, that's who. So those Thank, you, Big ben. Are gone. Thank you, Big Ben. <laughs> Thank you, Ben. 
the half past noon Los Pantaloon is when a very keen-eyed time traveler um, makes it to 12.30 every afternoon and just stops time and steals everyone's pants. And then at 12.31, everyone's, like, freaking out. It's like, oh, no, I don't have pants. And then, you know, they all get really excited, and then babies get made. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> well, those are all decent guesses, guys. But uh, the half-past noon lost pantaloon is actually kind of a lost antiquated position. It's, you know, in the history halls of sex lore. And it involved two privates on a 17th century pirate ship. And uh, in the middle of the day, they would sneak away from their post and try and have sex. And then the male would then climb the mast and try and take off the Jolly Roger flag and replace it with his pants. Ooh. All right. Yar. Well, that was rousing. Matt, by the way, they name-dropped you in the show. They said, as Matt Weiss once said, it's that funny every time. Oh, my God. (laughs) God dang it. Also, is Milester wearing red pants? Sure is. Yeah. Like, I'm a little upset, but I guess I'm kind of glad. No, it's your his, your your legacy, your pants yeah. legacy. Yeah, it's good. That was Chimp Knuckles, once again, brought to you by our, our lovely sponsors, cottagecheeseinashoe.com. Don't <laughs> knock it until you've tried it. <laughs> <laughs> we are on all of the social things, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I should mention, I listened to the show, tw- to the 21st episode, the one I did drunk, and somehow, and I didn't realize this till I, I was editing it, I invented a social network. I threw a random word in there when I was listing them off. And no one even called me on it. I don't think you guys even realized I did it. And I didn't realize I did it. I was like, we're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Sanscratch, Pinterest, Tumblr. And I was, and just kept going. Didn't even skip beat. And then I was editing. It was like, I had to rewind it like six times. I was like, was I trying to say something? Or did I just seriously think that was a thing? And then just didn't question it. Oh, I thought you were just like saying like... I thought you were just like joking. No! Okay. I was dead serious. Sand scratch? Sand scratch! It's just the word I oh, used yeah. in the middle of I those can... words. We are on all of the other things except for sand scratch. Uh, we're on Tumblr, YouTube, SoundCloud. We're all over the place. We're on chimpknuckles.com. We are on your iTunes, your Androids, your podcasters, your podcatchers, your pod switchers, your pod doers, your pod eaters, your pod shitters, your pod brewers, your pod poopers. You're on all of them. If you pod, we can chimp it. <laughs> if you pod, <laughs> back if you chimp it, they will pod. Mike, so, exactly what did you say there? If you pod, we can chimp it? If you pod, we can chimp it. Okay. That's beautiful. We sure can. We sure chimp. <laughs> Bensound.com. Bensound does our, our music. He don't know that he chimps our music, but he sure does all the time. Bensound. He don't know that he chimps our music, but he sure pod. People don't think he pods like we do, but music can. Cottage chimp. cheese. Cottage chimp. But music in a shoebox. Don't knock it till you hear it. Music in a box, troll. Don't eat it till you fuck it till you're Ron Swanson. Please. Please. Just, just, please. Just please. For the last time. I'm, I'm not going to say that again. <laughs> So, yeah, we will be back here next week. Feel free to listen or don't. It's, you know, whatever. Uh, shout out to the good old folks. We should give people the option to not listen. You have no choice. You will listen. <laughs> there we go. You will listen and love it. Or else we're going to ship a shoe full of cottage cheese to you and you won't know why. And that you won't love. You'll knock it, but then you'll try it and you'll think, I feel double embarrassed because not only do I not understand this cottage cheese filled shoe, but damn if I didn't like it. And man, are my chimps potted. Whoa! Uh, shout out to the good folks at 
foul play at Rochester Institute of Technology. Some of them actually listen to us. I can't tell why, but they do. So, hey, Lucas. It's like hey, sounds. That should be our like slogan. If you reverse, listen to them, we don't know why. We don't know why. It's like reverse Ben sounds. They know why they're listening. We don't. <laughs> Shout out to Lucas and to both the mics. A couple of other. Everyone, if I didn't mention you by name, you didn't, happy birthday, your name. Uh, yay! There's been almost one complete coherent sentence in this ending. Almost no, one. Almost one. And when I edit it, it'll sound just gravy. Now or, the world don't <laughs> Now the world moves. Now the world don't chimp unless you pod. Hello? Is someone there? <laughs> Let me in! There's this cottage cheese full chimps! Quit ringing my cottage cheese door. My sneak.